May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we light the fourth candle of Advent, and that fourth candle represents love. These four candles represent the things that we need to prepare in our hearts. We already understand that Advent is a time of preparation. The Lord will come again. Amen? Maranatha. Maranatha. We say that to express that joy that Christ is welcome to come back again. He is going to come. And the church proclaims this year after year. We declare this. He's going to come again. And so if we believe that, we need to prepare our hearts. We need to prepare our lives for His coming. He may not come tomorrow, He may not come today, but definitely Christmas is coming also. So we need to be prepared for those things. The success, the success of everything that we celebrate in life depends on our preparation. You want to be successful in marriage, prepare for it. You want to be successful in your business, prepare for business. Okay? The more we prepare, the more we are guaranteed of success. So what are we going to prepare for? What are we going to prepare in our lives? We prepare our hearts. And what do we need to cultivate in our hearts so it will always be prepared to meet the coming of the Lord? What do we need to prepare? Well, we need to prepare hope in our hearts. See to it that hope is always kindled in your hearts. Even though we face some hopeless circumstances, hindi pwede mapalong ang kapawa sang paglaom sa tagipusoon natin. Guard your heart, protect your heart, that hope will continue to shine. We need to protect our faith. Okay? We protect our faith. We cultivate faith in our hearts by doing what God tells us to do, by obeying God every day. Now, sometimes we fail, sometimes we make mistakes, but never mind, though a righteous man falls seven times, get up again and walk by faith and not by sight. The third thing we need to prepare is our joy. The Scripture says that we should serve the Lord our God with gladness. See to it that in everything that we do, we have the joy of doing it. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Let us not forget that. Without that joy, we are nothing. We are weak when we don't have that joy. Always remember this. Hope will always be tested. Okay? Never forget. If we declare, if we profess we have hope, hope will always be tested. If you say you have faith, faith will always be tested. Okay? Do not be surprised that in your life, tests and trials always come because of the hope and the faith that you have. It will always be tested. Your joy in Christ will always be tested also. The testing of our faith, the testing of hope, the testing of joy in our lives it produces in us a groaning. There is an infilling that happens to us when we are being tested. It's like getting pregnant. 
the more the test that comes into our lives, the more we get filled with the love of Christ. And that is what we're going to talk about today. Our gospel is a very beautiful story today. I love this story very much. Because in this story, the main characters are two mothers. Dalawang nanay ang karakter. I don't know if you would agree with me, but for me, the best icon of love is a mother. When my mom died, we were thinking kung anong isusulat namin sa tombstone niya. Nung ililibing namin siya, you know, ang daming suggestion kung anong isusulat namin. We could not agree kung anong isusulat namin doon sa paglibing ng nanay ko. Then, the eldest of the siblings, my elder brother, stood up, sabi niya, let's put a teacher of love. And we all agreed. Because we grew up in a home where we have a mother who really taught us to love. Bawal yung nag-aaway sa bahay. Bawal yung nagtatampo sa bahay. Because he taught us that we have to love each other. So my mother was really a teacher of love. And today, I look at the gospel today, we have two mothers. It is not coincidence that our topic today is about love and the gospel today speaks of two mothers. Dalawang nanay pinag-uusapan dito. Because a mother for me is a true icon of what love is all about. Our story begins after Mary was visited by the angel Gabriel. Mary was informed. The, Gab- the angel Gabriel gave her the word that you are going to be overshadowed from on high by the Holy Spirit and you are going to give birth to a son. Mary said to the angel, be it done unto me according to thy word. The first disciple of Christ, guess who is the first disciple of Jesus? Sabi nila si, sino ba yun? Si Andrew? Some people said it was Philip, it was Peter. The first disciple of Jesus is his own mother because Mary was the first one to receive the word. When the angel said, you are going to have a son, you're going to be giving birth to a son, and Mary said, let that word be done to me. The word is Christ, and Mary accepted the word, so she was the first disciple of Jesus. But after receiving the word, the angel informed her. She did not know. Sabi ng angel sa kanya, your cousin Elizabeth is already six months pregnant. Do you know Elizabeth was already old? Matanda na si Elizabeth. She, was, she is a cousin of Mary. She is already old and she is barren. Hindi siya pwedeng mabuntis. Tumanda na lang siya she never became pregnant until the day the angel spoke to her husband, Zacharias. By the way, Elizabeth is the mother of St. John the Baptist. So, six months pregnant na si Elizabeth, and Mary was informed 
Mary, you are going to be pregnant also, but your cousin is already on the way, six months na. Immediately when Mary heard that, ano mo yung ginawa ni Mary? In those days, Mary prepared herself to visit Elizabeth. That's why in the rosary, one of the mysteries in the Holy Rosary, and we pray that, is that the visitation, it is highlighted because that visitation was a holy visitation. Why was it a holy visitation? Because Mary, when she visited Elizabeth, she was already pregnant with Jesus. The Word is already inside. So she came and traveled. Hindi malayo yung lugar ni Mary. Hindi, hindi malapit yung lugar ni Mary sa bahay ni Elizabeth. Ang layo ng travel na yan. So she went there. Pagpunta niya doon kay Elizabeth. Why did she go there? Can anybody, sa mga nanay, why would you go there? Why would you visit your cousin who is pregnant? Well, there's only one explanation for that. Mary wants to take care of her. You know why? Hindi yan. It's not an easy task for someone who is barren and old na mabuntis pa. So Mary went there to take care of Elizabeth kasi nalaman niyang buntis. So she went there. And as soon as she arrived in, in Elizabeth's house, sabi ni Elizabeth, as soon as I heard your voice, the baby inside of me jumped and rejoiced already. Kaya hindi pa pinapanganak si Jesus tsaka si John they're already close. Because when Elizabeth heard the voice of Mary nung pagdating niya, tumalon ka agad si John sa tiyan ng nanay niya. And Elizabeth started to prophesy. He started to speak of the fulfillment of God's promise. You know, when there is joy, when there is love, the Word of God comes to us. The Word of God becomes prophetic to us. Pag merong pag-ibig, merong pagmamahal. And so, Elizabeth started to prophesy. She started to say, you know, what, what do I owe this occasion to know that you should, the mother of my Lord should come to me. Then she started to speak. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women. And blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Then Mary, she was surprised by that greeting of Elizabeth. Then Mary spoke also, nagsalita din siya. And when she started to speak again, it was a prophetic word again. And itong response ni Mary, this became a song in the church. We call this song the Magnificat. It's a famous song. I love this song so much. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For He has looked with favor on His lowly servant. 
you know, Mary started to prophesy also. Started to praise and thank God. Yan ang effect when you hear the word of God. You become thankful. You begin to praise God when you hear the word. Yun ang nangyari kay Mary. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. All these things are happening. And as I was looking at this, nakita ko yung mga nanay na to, hindi nila tinitingnan ang circumstansya or what is happening to them. They only look to the truth that God has favored them. Elizabeth was barren on the day she became pregnant. Her barrenness stopped. She is now blessed. Mary, who had no husband yet, facing an impossibility in her life, also became pregnant. Two mothers coming together. Two mothers rejoicing in God because God's promise is fulfilled in their life. We need to rejoice, church. We need to rejoice every day because God's promise to you is working out every day to be fulfilled in your own life. You may be facing circumstances. You may be going through difficulties in your life. But I tell you, all the trials and testings that come into your life, it is just proving your hope, proving your faith, proving your joy, your love for God. It is proving that it is real. It is genuine. It's not a fake gift that God is giving you. I share this story with you in the hope, in the hope that we would wake up. Kasi ang pag-ibig ay isang malakas, malakas na energy yan that can change our life. Once we fall in love, we are changed forever. I share this with you because this coming this new liturgical year, 2022, ang dami nating gagawin. Many things will happen in 2022 and the church is going to be very involved. I share this with you so you can now begin to look forward. One of the great things I look forward in 2022 is that we are going to plant churches in every place where God would bring us. We are going to build churches. We are going to restore lives. People that are being cast down are now going to be raised up. That is what is ahead of us. Kaya yung mga nagsasabi na, Father, matanda na ako. Father, pahinga na ako. No, not yet. Father, may sakit kasi ako, hindi ako makagalaw. No. Not yet. St. Michael's Church, we have a lot to do this 2022. I am excited 
But at the same time, I'm apprehensive. I'm apprehensive. Medyo ninenervyos ng konti. Because there are giants in the land, mighty and strong, we will encounter them. But praise be to God. With hope, with faith, with joy, and with the love of Christ in us, God is with us. How do we know God is with us? Because I have hope. I have faith. I have the joy. I have the love of God. That is the evidence I have God with me. If God is for us, who can be against us? Though there may be giants in the land, I will not be afraid. For a giant can even be conquered by a little boy who has that faith in God. What are your giants? What are the things we're going to face today? People who have lost their lives, people who have been broken because of this pandemic, they are now coming back to church. People who have been broken in family are now longing for the church to come to them. It is now our time. St. Michael's Church. Remember, there was a prophecy spoken to us by Bishop Raimundo. He said, the harvest will begin in this church. Did you remember that? Tinandaan ko yon. Pinanghawakan ko talaga yon. But imagine that we're going to go out to harvest. Wala tayong hope. Wala tayong faith. Wala tayong joy. Wala tayong love. Ano mangyayari sa atin? To go out into the harvest field, to go into the world and become the church that we want, that God wants us to be, it requires so much energy and strength. That's why ngayon pa lang sinasabi ko sa inyo, cultivate this now. Trials will come to us. Let me tell you this, because hope will always be tested. Your faith will always be tested. Your joy will be tested. Why? Because the testing and trials that come into your life, it now impregnates you. It now begins to fill your life. With what? With the love of God. As you go through the trials with hope and faith, with the joy of God, your heart is being filled with love. And do you know why love is so important? Because it is only in love that we do not fail. Love never fails. When you have an abundance of love in your heart, no matter what the circumstances may be, no matter what the obstacles may be, you will always overcome. You will not fail. Two things we need to learn from the gospel about love today. Once you are filled with the love of Jesus, once you are filled with the love of God in your heart, pregnant, pregnant with the love of God, do not stay home and do nothing. Do not be complacent. Like Mary, when she became pregnant of Christ, 
nung nabuntis na siya ng Genesis si Jesus sa kanya, she went out. She went out. She went out to bring Christ to others. Why? Because she is a Christ-bearer. Each and every one of us here today, we are Christ-bearers. Can you tell the person beside you, Christ is in you? Yes, we have Christ. Pero Father John, ang dami kong kasalanan. Father John, ang dami kong kahinaan. Father John, ang dami kong failure. God does not consider those things. If He wants to live in you, He will live in you. You bear Christ. Kaya nagtataka ba kayo? Bakit ang dami niyong trials? Do you wonder why? Lord, nagsisimba naman ako, nagpipray naman ako, bakit ito nangyari? Why do we have trials? Well, praise God, the testing of your faith is bringing out the Christ in you. Rejoice! You are now being impregnated with the love of Christ in you. Don't stay home. Don't be idle. Do not be complacent. Now, bring Christ. Somebody asked me, pag nag-a-outreach tayo, when we go into outreach, someone said to me, sabi niya, Father, gawin nating mission to bring the people to Christ. Let's bring the people to Christ. Ang sarap pakinggan. Let's go out into the world and bring the people to Christ. But let me tell you this, we will do that also. But before you can bring people to Christ, bring Christ to them first. Be Christ to them. Etong week na to, I heard a story. Meron nagkasakit sa isang baryo. This person normally does not want to listen to the Word of God. This person does not want a Bible study. She got sick and one of our member, one of our Sister, brother here from the church came there. Pagdating doon, hindi siya nag-preach. Hindi siya nag-Bible study. She went there and she lay hand on the sick. She lay hand on the sick person and she said to that person, in the name of Jesus, be healed. She was not bringing that person to Christ she was bringing Christ to that person. If Jesus was there, you know what would Jesus do? Isipin nyo, pag may sakit, isang tao, pag dumating si Jesus, anong gagawin ni Jesus? Jesus would heal that person. And that's what she did. She brought Christ to that person. What happened was, pag alis pa lang nila, that person got healed. So the following day, this person informed them, sabi niya, gumaling ako. I told my friends about it. Kinento ko to sa baryo natin. Can you come back? Can you come back and share some more about Jesus? Now, you bring them to Jesus. But every good Bible teacher, every missionary knows and understands, you have to bring Christ first where Christ is needed. Bring them. Bring Christ there. Like Mary, Mary knew Elizabeth needs help. Pinuntahan ni Mary. 
tutulungan niya yung pinsan niya. Not realizing na when going there, she was also bringing Christ to Mary, to, to Elizabeth. That's the first thing we have to understand. The second thing I would like us to understand when we're going to do our work this year, ang dami nating gagawin, dami nating trabaho. The second we need to understand, second thing, we need to work together. We need to work together. That is why love is very important. Without love, ang hirap magtrabaho ng dami-dami natin. Minsan, ganyan nangyayari sa simbahan, nag-aaway-away na lang. Dahil sa pressure ng trabaho, nag-aaway-away. Church, we will never accomplish the work that God would want us to fulfill if we work individually. If I am going to be a shepherd of our church, you've got to help me. Okay? Okay? Tutulungan nyo ako. And I will also be here to help you. We need to help each other. That is why when Mary came to visit Elizabeth, Elizabeth gave Mary a prophetic word to help Mary also. They were helping one another. Nagtutulungan sila. The destiny of God for their lives are inside them. Nasa loob nila. God's destiny for your life is already within you. All we need to do is now love each other and begin to help each other. Do not worry who gets the credit. Do not worry if people will recognize your work or not. Do not worry about that. What is important that we could be of service to one another. Love is best. Love is best demonstrated in humble service. I don't care lang beses mong sinabing mahal kita. If I cannot see it in your humility in helping others, in serving others, I begin to question, meron ka bang love? Because love is best demonstrated when you start to serve others, to help others. I'm so glad when I hear people saying, Father June, tumutulong na si ano sa, sa ministry natin. Si ano ganito is getting involved in the work. I'm, I get so glad because I know that person when he starts helping, that person is now becoming pregnant with Christ. He's now pregnant with the love of God in him. Okay? So these are the things we need to understand. These are the things that I would like to challenge us today as a people. Let us begin to cultivate these virtues in our lives. We can never fulfill the work of God in our lives without these things. There remains hope, faith, and love, Sabini St. Paul. But the greatest of these is love. When you have hope, when you have faith, when you have the joy of God, it will be tested. And as it is being tested, the love of Christ in you 
begins to grow. And when you have the love of Christ in you, the love of Christ will propel you and throw you into the world and become as Jesus to the world. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.